Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy Friday and uh, welcome Lori and Julia show here on my talk 1071 everything entertainment it's going to be a beautiful weekend nice and warm and uh, Lori is enjoying the Bayfront Blues Fest so yes she is Holly Roberts is she just sent me a really sweet uh, text message about how what just how sweet our friendship is. I thought it was really nice. Oh, oh well, that's yeah. lovely. I thought that was really Apropos nice. Apropos of nothing, that she just wanted to send you a little yeah. bit of love. I think so. Aww. Hey, you know, um, I have to give a shout out. We've been, I think I, sh- I, I know I shared this news about a year and a half ago. My son's college roommate and best friend since first grade and my dear friend's son, Ryan Mathis, passed away in an accidental car accident. Um and we are having the first annual golf tournament for his foundation, the RyanMathisFoundation.org, tomorrow at Presswick. And we've been working on it for a while. And I just want to let people know about this foundation. Um, it's to give, um, Ryan loved basketball and played basketball, and it's to give underprivileged children a chance to go to basketball camps. So if anyone wants to check it out at RyanMathisFoundation.org, I'll set up a link. But um, it's going to be really emotional, and it's really cool how many people have signed up. And oh, my son yeah. flew up with his roommate from Lincoln. To We were helping out last night and getting things ready, and it's kind of been an all-play, but I've just been honored to be a part of this family through their grief yeah. and their love and their nice. friendship, yeah. and we've kind of all gone through it together. And Ryan was an exceptional human being. We all miss them. And yeah. any, anyway, that's tomorrow. So yeah. if anyone wants to um, check out that website. And it also redirects you. It looks like mammothfoundationmn.org. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. MN.org. So anyway. Oh, well, let's laugh now. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> let's take a 180. Let's do it. Um, to hilarity. So Jimmy Fallon, he likes to do, he does funny stuff with Twitter and stuff. And so... He has a new. He had a new installment last night in honor of the finale of The Bachelorette this week. Just kind of asking viewers to share their reasons why they're still single. Huh. Hashtag why I'm still single. So here we go, and then we've got more. And maybe if you want to call in and tell us, because they're kind of funny. Okay, come on, Jimmy. I share some of my favorite why I'm single stories from you guys. Here we go. This first one's from at uh, Ricky P. Third. He says, I took a girl to the movies for our first date. She leaned in for a kiss, so I leaned in too. But then I accidentally sneezed in her face. Oh. Not this a good one. one uh, it's from at Tide Water Girl. 
she says, I was on a great blind date. When I returned from the restroom, I sat down and resumed talking. I got a confused look. Then a voice behind me said, you're at the wrong table. I'm over here. Can you imagine, but can you imagine that one happening, you guys? Actually, yes. I can, too. I totally can. Kirsten Yo. She says, I once dated a girl who had the same name as my ex, but one time I accidentally slipped up and called her New Britney to her face. Oh, <laughs> what? New Britney. New Britney. The new, you're, the new, you're New Britney. You did oh, it again. Gosh. This one's from at Ninja Mander uh, 1221. He says, whenever I watch a movie, I turn my hoodie around and use it as a bowl for my popcorn. That is nice. It's kind of brilliant. Genius. It's kind of genius. Yeah. Uh, this one's from at It's Shy. She says, a guy I liked said date, and I immediately said yes. He was asking me what day it was. It's like, oh. do you have the date? No, that's on Do you have the date? Oh, that's cold. Oh, my gosh. Right. And here's, here's a couple of them. Um, let's see. I ran out of cooling plates, so instead I was washing up after dinner and just used a DVD case. Hashtag why I'm still single. In yeah. front of someone. Can you imagine scraping your dishes off with a DVD plate? Oh, my gosh. I know. Gosh. Oh mm-hmm. God, let's see. what, Danny, what are some of the other ones? Uh, let's see. I've seen too many episodes of Criminal Minds, and apparently, quote, how would you characterize your relationship with your mother isn't great first date material? No. <laughs> no, but you do want to know that question. Oh, At some point date. down the road, do you like your parents? No. It could have been phrased Not so. Not a first date. I know. Oh my let's gosh. see. Um, let's see. What? Going, on a, going to dinner on a first date. He said that my jeans and blouse were too casual for where we were going, so I changed into a dress and heels. Heels, excuse me. We went to Taco Bell. <laughs> when he brought me home, he asked for some water, so I came back into the living room with his water, and he was naked. Hashtag why I'm still single. Oh mm-hmm. my god. A guy who went on a date with one asked, once asked to hold my hands as we were driving through the canyon, and I responded with, Don't you need both hands to drive? Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, see, he wanted to hold your hands. So. Oh <sighs> no. But anyway, I, this one kind of cracked me up. My cousin told me they, um, the key to flirting is a compliment. I walked right up to a guy, got flustered, and said, you have a really nice spine, and immediately walked away. Hashtag, wow. I'm still single. Your I, head sits on your neck very well. Okay, this is, this is a true story, but I don't even know where I was with some girlfriends a while ago, and there was this really stunning man who walked by, and I wanted to compliment him because he just... He had the best posture. And I literally said to him, because I don't want anything. I was, you, you know. You just wanted to be nice. I just nice. wanted to compliment him. And I said, you have the best posture. And I just can't believe that even came out of my mouth. Like, loser. Yeah, but what did he say? Thank you. And then did he just glide no, there was off into the sunset? I wasn't trying to do, it was in a situation with a lot of people. And I wasn't even trying to flirt. I, it was just, a, I compliment people if they have a cute outfit on or anything. But yes. that one just reminded me when she said, you have a nice spine. I actually said that to someone and I'm like, nerd. Your eyes yeah, sit in your head very much. well. They do. Oh my gosh. You have two lips. Fancy. Oh. <laughs> All right, listen, <laughs> when we come back, we've got a lot going on today. Um... Lisa Marie Presley sat down with Jenna Bush Hager this morning on the Today Show. She's got a lot going on this month. We're going to listen to what she has to say. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us. What a beautiful day. We're going to have a beautiful weekend. Summer is here. It is. Swampy. I know. Sweaty. 
I love it. Swassy. I know. Swassy. Fantastically. Get out the gold bond. Fantastically. Well, we've been hearing about Lisa Marie Presley a lot for the past couple of years. Primarily, it has been her um, ongoing divorce and separation with Michael Lockwood. They um, got married. I think they've been married about, I don't even know, in the early, like 2006 or seven. Mm -hmm. And um, she had all the money. He didn't. And two years into their marriage, they signed a post-nup agreement because they never did a prenup. And in that agreement... um, you know, things were discussed about what, who, how much he could get of her vast fortune. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, lately what's been coming out and it's been going on for a long time. It sounded like he was spending outrageous amount of money and racking up bills on her credit cards and a lot of different things. And then he had all these phones seized from his um, home at one point, thinking there were pictures on his phones, inappropriate things. Yes. She, uh, apparently, Donnie, can you find out how old Lisa Marie Presley is? Uh, sure. Because she said that her addiction troubles didn't start till she was 45 years old. And she's 50 years old right now. Oh, so for for the past five years. So she's been struggling with a lot of stuff, too. We know that the mother had the custody of the two twins. Priscilla. Two two twins of the the twins twins. that they had. Both of them. Both of them. And Priscilla. Priscilla having custody of the twins. The twins. And so um, later this month, they are going to meet in front of a court in front of a judge to figure out um, what the post-nup meant, which, you know, is it binding? Of course it is, and a lot of different things. So their divorce is coming close to an end. But there's been a lot of drama. In the meantime, she's being sued by um, her old manager. She sued her old manager. I mean, she's having, like, Johnny Depp-like money problems. She absolutely is. With the management team. So there's been a lot of that going on. And then it is um, the end. I think it's Elvis week, isn't it? The Something big. Well, I can't. Six, his birthday yeah. is around the corner. No, no, the 18th, isn't it? Oh, sorry. He was born in January. Something is Excuse happening. He died this time of the year or something. Yeah, 16th. Yeah. Okay. Next so week. she, um, Jenna Hager Bush sat down with her and it's Jenner Bush Hager sat down with her to talk to her about the new album and her dad. What are your fondest memories of being at Graceland with your dad? What do you remember? It reminds me of every, like, even the weather I love and the, those, you know, the crickets and the lightning bugs and it just all another certain smell. It all just brings back nothing but like s- something really special. Lisa Marie Presley welcomed us to Graceland to talk about where no one stands alone. It's an album of gospel standards sung by the King, co-produced by Lisa Marie and Joel Weinschenker, as well as Andy Childs. I've read that growing up you would be awoken to gospel music in, in the morning or in the middle of the night. What did it mean to your dad? He just loved it. That he would break out into gospel music whenever and wherever he was at any time. Like, that's what moved him. Does it bring back memories of growing up and make you feel more connected to him? It does, it does, for sure. This particular record and this song absolutely does that for me and brings me closer and sort of grounded me in the you know in the middle of a never-ending tidal wave so it was kind of kind of came down and grabbed me really Mm. and then their duet is really quite lovely and they're showing all these pictures 
of her as a child just being so loved by her dad and doing everything with her dad. And now she talks about, about, I mean, this is a pretty cool place to be where there's technology that you can actually sing a duet. Is this like Nat King Cole and Natalie Cole? It's only one song, though, on the whole album, Mm. I guess, because I was thinking... It is. It's just the one duet. I was thinking it would be the whole album, because I'm trying to look up the album. Um, It's called um, No One... Where no, alone, where no one stands alone. alone. But here she is talking about how cool it is to be able to sing a duet. The title track is a duet with Lisa Marie and her father. I've never seen, and I don't think anyone who knows Lisa has ever seen her lose her composure. Uh, and every single person in the, in the booth when we were recording her was crying, as was she. I was overwhelmed when I was singing it because I was reading the lyrics. And I was just like, oh my God. I don't know why this is happening right now, but... I'm going to go with it. <laughs> to Lisa Marie, the music keeps her dad close. You say that you sometimes talk to your dad or you, you feel him, especially when you're here. Mm. What would you say to him if you could say something to him? I think I already said, <laughs> help me. <laughs> God help me. Um, I think that I would just want, you know, I would want to know he's there. And yeah, I mean, it would be pretty much, you know, I could use your help right about now. I mean, I, that just kind of struck me because to have your, I don't know how old she was, maybe like eight or nine or something when her dad, you know, died of his overdose. Mm-hmm. And you just think about ha- always living with this iconic person that everybody else got to know but you. Mm. Yes. Yeah. You know, as an adult. Right. And just for her to say, help me. I mean, she struggled. She was in Scientology for years. Um, she has four kids. And... um I just think that would be so, you just want to be around people. Tell me some more about my dad. What else about my dad? Oh, of you course. know, what else did you know about my dad? And then being able to sing with your dad. I just think this is cool. Yeah. And here she's talking about her struggles with addiction. And it surprised me what she said about when her addiction started. Her struggles have been public. A legal battle with the former business manager, as well as a bitter divorce and custody battle. Lisa Marie is recovering from her own fight with drug addiction. I've come a long way. I was not happy. And by the way, the struggle in addiction for me started in, you know, 45 years old. Yeah. It wasn't like it was happening all my life. But you're proud of how far you've come. I am proud. I really did. I've come a long way. Everyone's, it's, I mean, I had a therapist and she was like, you're a miracle. You really are. She's like, I don't know how you're still alive. I'm not perfect. My father wasn't perfect. No one's perfect. You know, and, and, and it's what do you do with it after you learn and then you try and help others with it. Helping and healing through music. Sharing another piece of herself and her legendary father with the world. I do think he'd be incredibly proud of this record. Absolutely. And this song he really would be very proud of. Oh, Isn't that just... And then she, they went on to say a little bit more about the interview. And she's in the Graceland Chapel where you can now get married. And there's a new exhibit that's going up there that she was there for that's all about her. Oh, and she said ooh. it feels so weird. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To be to the be subject, the subject of, of an exhibit, but it's right. part of Graceland and it's all about her. Yeah. And she said one of um, the things that she learned this past week when she was at Graceland is something that she had never heard about her dad, where he said the most important thing in his life was being a dad. Aww. That's I mean, very that's sweet. Just like, oh, Lisa yeah. The only insight that I could think of is that, you know, she started her battles with addiction later in life, but I, I feel like maybe perhaps once she left the Church of Scientology. Yeah. Because they frown upon, upon uh, frown down on substance abuse and other things like that. So Which maybe is, tra- transitioning out of the church, then maybe she went to this other source. And then yeah. and that's the only thing that I can think of. But listening to this, because gospel music was so important, Elvis, and that he loved doing those records. And you just you want to think that he's looking down on her and mm-hmm. just being like, job well done. Yeah, no just, kidding. Yeah, just yeah. And this, I, I really wish there were more duets, but I, I pulled up the album. It's nine ninety nine on iTunes, but it's got everything, and it's all remastered. So amazing, Grace. He touched me. You'll never walk alone. How great there are. Bosom of Abraham. Stand by me. Crying in the chapel. I've got saved. You know, I love. I think that would be a good. That would be a good album. Yes. Blast yeah. it up in your car. Sing along. Uh-huh. The only Grammy he ever won was for, for gospel. For music. gospel. I know. Yeah. It's what he liked. It's what he liked. Mm -hmm. Okay, another um, switching gears completely. Another 180 And Lori would be so proud of us for talking about all this. Oh, I remember the the Elvis chat. Yeah, when our show first started and every other day we'd have to talk about Elvis. And every other week it was an Elvis book. And every other second it was something new about Elvis. And then she goes on vacation when we're doing this huge Elvis book. And I'm hosting with Kathy Hartnett. And neither of us read the book. And it just, it was too much. And all we could think of was it's got a beautiful table of contents. Remember that, Donnie? Yeah, you said it's so nice you laid it out chronologically. Yep. You've come a long way, baby. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I'm telling you, when we come back. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? Trending online this afternoon would be Nicki Minaj and her new album, Queen. She dropped it a week before scheduled. It's finally out. Fans going crazy for it over on social media. Also today, it's National Lazy Day and The Bachelor trending this afternoon with the search for the next leading man well underway. Fans are wondering who could be the next Bachelor. Now, according to E! News, six men, including Ben Higgins and Blake Hortzman, are in the running. Also trending this afternoon, new movies at the box office, including The Meg, which is about a giant shark and also the new spike lee movie black clansman is out today that's us turning here at my talk all right let's check your forecast it is brought to you by the luxury home tour and you couldn't ask for a better forecast than this clear skies tonight 67 for the low and then it's going to be sunny all the way through the weekend and into monday and we're going to have a high right around 90 all three days um, here is what is going on. I hope everybody is enjoying their day, but we I want to hear from you. Um, are there some people that you don't recognize anymore in Hollywood, musicians, 
um, actors, actresses. I, I, um, we got a new look at Melanie Griffith. Um, she covers the InStyle magazine cover. We have this at the Lori and Julia show page at mytalk1071.com. Or if you follow Melanie Griffith on Instagram, you can see the new photo of her. And um, she is with, uh, you know, she was with the editor, Laura Brown of InStyle magazine. And she posted these photos yesterday. And Brown's post says, you know, she's a sexy, sassy ass icon. Um, that's what she's calling her. But here's how I felt about it. Followers can't stop commenting how different Melanie Griffith looks. Unrecognizable, poor thing. Mm, who is this person? Looks nothing like her. Celebrating the same destructive message. Aging is bad. Of course, she looks beautiful, but who is she? Sure. she oh, I would never have done. She looks, Sonny and I have been trying to figure <laughs> out, she looks like Christina Applegate's older sister. Uh, yes. Yeah, maybe, you know. I think that she... That's, do you, do that, you remember the actress Kathy Moriarty? Yeah. Yes. From back yes, in the yes, day. Yes. That's who Melanie Griffith looks yeah, like. Not like herself. It's no. so <laughs> shocking to yeah, me. It's amazing. And that's like when Kris Jenner was on um, the other night, she was on with James Corden. She put so much stuff in her cheeks and you can see we posted the photos of Kylie's uh, 21st birthday party last night at Craig's and you can see in the photos um, there, you can see on the side where they just do too much filler. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm a person who does Botox. I don't do Restylane because my face can't handle it for some reason. I wish it could, but you know, it but, <laughs> but you know, when I'm aging and I get a birthday, you're not opposed to doing I'm some not, upkeep on your face. I'm not at all. But like, it, I wonder when it just hits you so hard that you feel like you have to go full throttle. Maybe yeah. it's in your 60s because Madonna does not look like Madonna anymore. I mean, whatever no. she has done to her cheeks, they have taken over. Yeah. They probably go out as far as her nose. And I just want to know, <laughs> is there, I mean, it worries me. It's so great that we have all these opportunities yes. now that we never had. Because I think if I, if my mom told me how old she was in it was how old I am right now. I think, gosh, how are you not dead? <laughs> okay. You know, growing up, but you know oh, what yeah. it means. Yeah, well, it. I'm thinking it. back in the day, my grandma got a facelift, a good old fashioned really? facelift where they literally yep. take the skin yep. and and, and then pull it. Right. So wow. now instead of doing that, you know, Julia, the couple of women that you mentioned, Chris Jenner, Madonna, specifically doing the cheek fillers oh yeah and and that specific procedure it needs i would assume some time to settle a little bit it just it's something to you to your eye to the human eye it's you understand that that is not nature's way right you just like boom you just like under instinctually as a human being you're looking at it and you're like now this looks a little uh, what is going on here same with melanie griffith you're like i know that but she just doesn't even look like herself i mean i think when you oh lordy anyway you have to check it out because there is an imposter Who's taken over her body? She's got a banging body. She does, and, oh, and sure. she's yeah. been married four times. And she does say she will never marry again. Um, she's sixty-one years old. She was married to Don Johnson twice, Steve Bauer, and Antonio Banderas. And um, she doesn't think relevant. It, it's relevant for her to be married anymore. Um, it's like I would like to fall in love and have a romance a relationship, but I haven't. I keep looking. I've had lovers, but not a relationship. Well, good for her. But I just. I don't know. This one, she's she was too pretty without this. Because yeah. she started initially messing up her lips. 
No, I remember yeah, she that. Did. She got the big lips. Yeah, yes. she got like yep. the Gore-Tex. And when that was, when, you know, a that fashion. was a fashion. <laughs> that was a fashion have, back in the day. We don't have, it's so shocking. So if, you know, anyone wants to check that out, please do. Um, because you will probably be shocked. Mm-hmm. Well, the prime example, I think, of that is the transformation that Kylie Jenner, I mean, obviously much, much younger than uh, Melanie Griffith, but when you see the side-by-sides, the transformation of her face in the past three years, maybe, oh. it just, they, she looks like a completely different person, as does Sister Kim. It's like, they're they're like what they used to be like, but then it's like, it's just, it's it's off. It's just, it's, it's just it's, I, like bad food. It's off. Well, and yes. what, and what, one of my favorite things that happened this week is when um, we learned that the studios were photoshopping Brad Pitt to look younger and Leo DiCaprio's triple chins to only have one chin. Yeah. And it just made me so happy that they were doing it on men because we've heard about all the photoshopping oh, yeah. they do yeah. on women. Mm-hmm. Oh, Julia, I saw Mission Impossible Fallout. In theaters this weekend. And, and, photoshopping Tommy Boy. There is no way that that film was not digitally altered. Every single frame that Tom Cruise is in, they did work on his face. Now, they did. Serious? Yeah, well, they do it with everybody, Julia. Everybody on TV, everybody in the movies gets a little digital one over, a little cleanup, a little, little this, little that. On an ongoing, like, TV, like if it's just a comedy, someone's sitting there with the, yeah, I mean, we used to hear that Barbara Walters would have the Vaseline on the lenses, yes. you know, oh, yeah. the soft lighting. Soft it's lights, all about yeah. the lighting. But yeah. but you think ongoing, someone's sitting there and making mm-hmm. them. All right. Oh, I, Absol- I'm not, absolutely. No everything's a fake and everything's a lie. <laughs> yes. Nothing is real and everyone smokes, mm-hmm. Julie. Remember that about Hollywood. So <laughs> everybody's vain and they want you to no. see the best I'm version vain, of themselves. But I can't stick to vanity for too many days in a row. I get you know, it's a little, there's super mom's bakery that always kind of gets in with my <laughs> gets in the way. Oh, I yes. don't know. So, I just wow, that one just shocked me. So, anywho, you can see that if you like um, things that are happening tonight, which would be really a fun thing for people to do a movie if you want to cool off tonight. Is that tonight on Netflix, um, the Guernsey Literary and Potato Peel Pie Society movie? is going to be happening. And this is an adapted uh, from the book, Marianne Schaefer and, and Annie Barrow's bestseller. And we had them on years, every, years ago. ago. I remember when this yes. book came out. And this out. book is, um, it's just been a huge book club book universally. And um, it's about such a club, a book club formed during World War II in Nazi-occupied Guernsey in England's Channel Islands that draws the attention of a writer um, played by Lily James, and several Downton Abbey stars are a part of this as well. When an, a letter from an unassuming pig farmer, um, Dossie Adams, Game of Thrones, um, Michael Hoosman? Yes, Which one Michael Hoosman. Uh, in Game of Thrones? Yeah. I don't remember the character, but I know you and Lori have the hots for him. Oh, okay. He's a very attractive man, <laughs> <Yes>. Julia. <laughs> yeah, and so Guaranteed. she goes there and helps out people, and they bond, and the emotions are real. The events are a bit sanitized, they say, but it, yeah, that's all right. I think yeah. it'd be kind of fun. So yeah, that's on Netflix it. tonight. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy the experience of the book when it first came out? Is oh, we something- loved it, because it was written in letters. Yes. yes. I mean, there were a few, yes. you know, back... 
Danny, are we in our 16th year or 17th year? Did we just start? We, we celebrated our 16th anniversary on June 10th. What that means? So that, that means that was the end of the 16th year going okay, so we're into in, 17. So, wow. Yikes. Right. So, in 2002, one of our very first books was The True and Outstanding Adventures of the Hunt Sisters. Uh, yes. I still have the book. Yeah. And it was told in emails back and forth between sisters. And that was such a concept back then. Like and telling a story yes. back and forth that way. You know, you've got mail, you know, the movie, yeah. come out, but I'd never read a book with it. And then um, in the Guernsey Potato Port, it's through letters. And then, you know, there's so many more. And then you're getting it told. The one we just read about the girlfriends going on the trip to Mexico, which was told within three different days from three different people and three different um you know, the before the capturing and after, you know, before yeah. so it's just all the wild ways that people are telling stories. Well, and so it'll be interesting this to one, see what they do with this yeah. and turn it into and a Lily movie. Adams. Lily James? She's a great actress. Yeah, she's very she's lovely. Cinderella. And, yes, she yes, is Cinderella. Mamma Mia, right? Isn't yes, she? yes. Yeah, okay. And so talented. Yeah. So I kind of think... That would be a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, your Friday night's done and done. Oh, thank you very much, people. Why go out and enjoy this beautiful weather? Yeah. Why you can be a hermit and watch the Potato Society. I know it, but it's, Options, something, it's something that's really good. All right, so when we come back, have you done or had someone do a random act of kindness um, for you? What what happened? Have you been in a pay-it-forward situation, in a drive through different things but there's a really great story that we heard part of earlier in the week and then a new a new twist has happened we'll be right back this is Lori and julia my talk lung throat singing a lot of issues a lot of a lot of a a lot of fluid, it feels like, in her legs or something's happening. Okay, we're talking about random acts of kindness. When was the last time something happened to you? Earlier in the week, we find out, I love this, a New Jersey woman was trying to help out someone she thought was down and out and needed some money. It turns out it was someone important. Ruth Reed was in a line at a Wawa in Medford, and she realized the man in front of her was a bit short in cash. Cash, this would be like a Super America quick trip, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, she wanted to pay it forward. She offered to cover the cost of the man's food and gas because he was just kind of looking for money. And the man turned around to thank Reed. He introduced himself as Keith. This was remarkable to Reed because the man looked just like the Australian country star (laughs) Keith Urban. When she told him that, the man said, well, I am Keith Urban. Ah! She couldn't believe it. She turned to his bodyguard who confirmed he was indeed Keith Urban. And it was when she realized what an idiot she was. But they took a photo together. He was singing there that night and he gave her tickets and blah, blah, blah. But she was noticing he couldn't find his money. Hmm. So now MasterCard has decided that they're going to help out this local. She's a teacher, Ruth Weed, Ruth Weed Reed, um, for helping out a stranger. She offered to pay his bill. MasterCard heard of her good deed and is also paying it forward. MasterCard is sending her a year's supply of prepaid cards to give her Next, 52 acts of kindness. Oh, my gosh. That are on them. Isn't that nice? So she can just be at the gas station and then pay it forward to the next person that she sees and whoever she wants. Wherever she was. And this happened to me for my very first time. I mean, I've had like a cup of coffee or something, I think. 
But I don't go in coffee shops that often. But yeah. I was in line at a McDonald's. God knows I'm a drive through girl. <laughs> so Get those McFlurries, girl. And someone paid my bill. And then I just said, when I got up there, I said, really? Wow. And then I paid nice. the bill behind me. And I don't know, you don't know if the chain, but it felt so good to be part of it. Yes. And 651-641-1071, have you been part of it? Have you done something? Has someone done something to you? Um, let's talk to this anonymous caller. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Jill. Jill. Hi, Jill. Hi. Hi. So did you do a random act of kindness or did someone do something fantastic to you? No, someone did fan- something fantastic. About two weeks ago, my husband lost his wallet. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a special wallet that we had gotten on a trip in Mexico. And there was a credit card for business, a credit card personal, a debit card, a insurance card, and some cash. And, of course, you know, there's no way you write it off. And about a week later, we got our mail. And in the mailbox was all of it intact with no return address. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. It's amazing. That's so cool. And what did you guys just feel like? Wow, this is just the coolest thing? No, I felt like there are actually real people in the world that still care and do the right thing. Isn't that wonderful? (laughs) You're right about that one, aren't you? Thanks for telling us about that. Thank you, Jill. Yep. That's a cool one. I actually was walking in a park with my girlfriend and we found a wallet and we returned, you know, just brought it somewhere mm-hmm. so that it could be taken care of. We sent it to the guy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so, Donnie, we've got a couple other people on the line. He's waiting to get their names for it. But I just, in when she said, you feel like there's real people in the world. And that is something, that there are real people that care. And I think that there's more people that care than you, that you don't know about. That, yeah. that you just don't know about. Because you don't hear about these people. They're yeah. they yes. under the radar. They don't, yeah, they're not seeking. No, they don't no return out. address no. on Jill's right. wallet. Look yeah. at me. Okay, who do we have, Donnie? Diane. Diane, tell us your story. Sure. So mine is kind of a pay it forward. One of my friends brought her three-year-old daughter, who wears glasses, to the park one time. And another little girl told my friend's daughter she wouldn't play with her because she wears glasses. And my friend was sad, um, and, you know, everybody was sad. So I was looking for a superhero who wears glasses to cheer her up, and I couldn't find one. So out of the blue, I wrote to Hasbro because they're the parent company of My Little Pony. Yes. And I said, hey, you guys should think about making, you know, you've got one or two, like, secondary characters with glasses, but you should think about doing something more. They wrote back. It got passed up to the vice president of all these different things. And they said, not only are they going to think about it, and, like, the guy who wrote back, he ha- his daughter has glasses, and he's like, that's totally true. They're like, we want to send something for your friend, um, friend's daughter, Liliana. And so I was looking in the mail for, like, a shoebox. They sent me hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise, oh. My Little Pony, all these different things. But then get this. They went a step further with all of the different ones. If they weren't wearing glasses, they actually made little tiny glasses and put it on all the different characters and sent like 10 extra little doll-sized pairs of glasses (laughs) so she could add them to her other um, toys. Okay, that is like the coolest story. Amazing. Yeah. I will send you guys the pictures so you can post it of all the stuff. That is so cool. Please do. Because they sent hundreds of dollars from Hasbro just because this little girl had been made fun of for wearing glasses. And so and, what did but, she but what, How about you taking the initiative to write a toy company? I mean, that's pretty amazing. Oh, that, yeah, that was just like a random thing. But I was just, I didn't actually, and I didn't ask for anything. Right. I just said, hey, you guys should think about this because 
you know, it's, it's nice to be able to see somebody that you can look up to as a little kid who looks like you or who has glasses like you. And they said not only are they going to continue to work on that because, like, their vice president of, like, merchandise and stuff is another person who wrote back and said, we're always trying to expand what we have. And so um, that's something we should absolutely consider looking at. And I don't have any kids right now, but I'm like, I will always support Hasbro now because they did so much. And like I said, all the little tiny glasses that they sent so she could add them to her other dolls. It was adorable. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Oh. I love that story. Thank you for Thank letting you. us know. That's Diane. really cool. Oh, That's Aww. cool. All right, Danny, who do we have next? This That's be, like uh, kind of an amazing one. That is yeah, truly, uh-huh. truly. Especially from a big company like that. Yeah. Okay, this is uh, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi. Hi, you're on My Talk 1071. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? We're great. Yeah, sure. Tell great. us your story. So I don't think I can top the Hasbro well, one. That's but, um, a tough I actually, one. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's right out of college for a few months. And while it wasn't like the best experience, my favorite parts of the day were those like pay it forward change chains. It happened, I want to say, at least five times when I was working there. Really? And it was just. It was, it was, I mean, I was always working the drive-thru when it happened, but it was just the sweetest thing, and then if people, like, ran out of money and they couldn't pay, they were just like, you know what, use that extra money and put it in the Ronald McDonald House um, bin that's underneath the window. So it was just, it was just so great, because it always made my day feel better, especially since, like, the McDonald's I worked at, we always had people yelling at us. (laughs) Um, So... The, the, the McFlurry machine was always down. It, it is always down. I know. It's always broken. I, I know. I'm a connoisseur. Thing. I know. <laughs> thank but you. But anyway, yeah. That is the sweet thing. Right, because you, I Hannah. think, and they always say, you know, if you're feeling really down in the dumps, what are you supposed to do? Go volunteer or go do yes. something for other yes, people exactly. because it makes you feel so much better. For sure. All right, Donnie, who do we have? Uh, Melissa. Melissa, Hi, you're Melissa. on my talk. Hi, guys. Hi. Tell us your story. So, yeah, I've got two stories. So this happened to me both at Starbucks and McDonald's where we I was in the pay-it-forward line. And at Starbucks, I mean, I got myself some coffee. I was stocking up on uh, coffee for the holidays, like pounds of coffee. And it was came to like $30, and somebody paid it. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Right. So... It was very nice, and that went on for a while. They said that this was when I got up there. It had been happening. It was like noon, and it had been happening all day long. And they said that it happened. So then it also happened to me at McDonald's. And it, doesn't yeah. it just make you feel good to be part of the chain? Absolutely, it does. It does. So yes, that's really cool. Thank you for calling in, and thanks for hanging out with us. Yes, thanks, Melissa. Thanks. Bye. All right, Donnie, we have one more. Yeah, we got time for one more. Yeah. Yes. Uh, here's Sally. Sally. Okay, my question is, why wouldn't Keith Urban or his bodyguard have enough money to pay for the <laughs> Well, here's what I've decided. His pants are so tight <laughs> um, <laughs> that he didn't have any extra change in there at all. Oh, That's dear. it. But I thought the same thing. But you know, sometimes we've heard this before with celebrities who don't carry any you don't money. Carry on yeah, a but, purse. but you just said his bodyguard just said like, "Yeah, but it's Keith Urban." So why oh. wouldn't his bodyguard have know. a wallet? I don't know. Well, listen, crap happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In the exactly. spirit right. of nice, love you guys. All right, thanks, thank Sally. Thank now, you. and if he was carrying some change in his pocket, that might be dangerous, uh, considering the pants are tight. Yeah. If you know what I mean, they are very. Very tight. Mm-hmm. I I absolutely think though, this happened to me in my mini, minivan in Edina. 
I was at the Cobb food store and I had the minivan that I'd always forget to shut the side doors. No. I don't know why oh, I'd no. lock the car. Oh, yeah. But a side door would be always be, and it's winter. I don't know why. Oh, Julia. Because oh. I, I just, buttons would open. It's like your phone that always calls somebody. You, yeah. Does that happen to anybody? That you butt dial somebody? Yeah. Oh, always. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's someone so random, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I don't know what happened. So did you drive away with the door open? No, someone in the line. I didn't have any money. I spent like $30. Someone behind me at Cub just paid everything. And I was so, I couldn't even believe it. People are my nice. My car was there, though, when I got out. But no, people well, are goodness. nice. Was the door open? Yes, always. <laughs> people are nice. And that's just a great thing to hear. All right, so when we come back.